This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Virginia with a chance for the last shot to win it. T. Hay Clark. Beekman for the win. Got it! Reese Beekman, the freshman. And we said at the beginning of the game they were going to make someone else beat them. Reese Beekman, Kihei Clark. And it was Kihei Clark to Reese Beekman. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Despite a victory, the conference tournament is over for Virginia. Positive test, so Georgia Tech-Virginia canceled. Georgia Tech moves on to the conference title game. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji, this is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Now uh, we bring on to the show to talk some college hoops. Dallin Cuff, at Dallin Cuff on Twitter. See him on ESPN. You know, Dallin, I've got to draw the line somewhere. I've got to. I mean, you guys were very entertaining between the games and at halftime and stuff. But when you got a game starting after midnight, I, I just I, I had to check out. What what time did you finally get home last night? Yeah, Joe, who, who are you complaining to, my man? <laughs> and on top of that, we had to do a – I'm not going to bore you with the programming decisions, but between, we were on air for about 50 minutes until that USC game tipped off on ESPN2. And then we ended the halftime for that game. So, yeah, I think I shut it down around 2.20 last night, but I'm uh, pulling into the lot here again at ESPN at the Worldwide Leader, and let's run it back for another 14 hours. Let's go. <laughs> Dallin, I, I told Joe that I saw you on TV at, like, I don't know, 9 in the morning, and then you were there again at <laughs> midnight. What does this dude do? Like, how? Go home, man. Go home. I hope they're paying you overtime at least. Uh, wishful thinking, my friend. Uh, I'm happy to have a contracted salary, but in these days, uh, I'm not making out. They are, they are, they are clearly winning right now. They're getting their money for it. You know, uh, the man always does. They they always win, Dallin. All right, so we we mentioned Virginia being out of uh, this game today. They're, they're because of COVID, and things have gone fairly well, with the exception of the ACC. Duke had their COVID issues. Virginia now with their COVID problems. Um, the only thing it makes me do is kind of worry about what's going to happen in a couple of weeks when the NCAA tournament gets going or about a week and a half when the NCAA tournament gets going. How much concern do you have seeing this or does it just kind of look like a blip to you and we should be okay? I mean, guys, in this year, we're a year to the day when everything shut down. Um, the virus is still here. It's still pre- present, and it's still going to be impacting us as it is today. Duke teams, North Carolina A&T was the uh, top seed in the MEAC, and their, their, their season's over as well. And the days you just outlined there are critical. It's actually seven days until the tournament starts. And why that's important is you have to have seven straight days tested there. So for UVA, we'll wait and hear what happens 
in terms of their situation, who tested positive player or coach or, or tier one personnel. But you know, you, you, you got to have guys have to test positive for seven days straight. So they're technically, their season's not over, but you wonder how their jurisdiction around UVA handles it, around their, their program, how they handle it, and who tested positive, and if they can even play in the tournament. We don't know, but I do think that this is, you know, it's, it's been common all year. I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if those some of those um, backup teams, if you will, or, or uh, replacement teams will need to be used um, once, somebody, once some teams get to the bubble or get to Indianapolis and try to get into the isolated situation that it's not going to work and they're, 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 their season's over. Unfortunately, this is brutal. I feel for the players, I feel for the coaches, but it seems almost inevitable. Yeah, what, as long as we're talking about that conference, uh, let's talk about the one game that we do have tonight in the semis there, uh, Florida State, North Carolina. The Knolls are favored by two and a half. Do you think the Tar Heels can handle uh, Florida State's bigs? Oh, uh, they did. They couldn't in the second half when they played in uh, Chapel Hill a couple weeks ago. But if you remember that game, uh, North Carolina was so bad in the first half, and surprisingly, Florida State was even worse in the second. I mean, it was if you applied any pressure to any of the guards or really bad decisions made on both teams, um, it was a really sloppy game, an ugly game. But with Carolina in the end, some of their bigs uh, were able to dominate in the second half. Caleb Love, I believe, had a good game there. Um, I, I don't like the line concerns me a little bit just because I don't. You know, Florida State's had some up and downs. They were really good at home. I still think the highest, they have the highest uh, potential in terms of their ceiling in the NCAA tournament for an ACC team. But I like the over in this one, actually. The over is 151. I do think this game's going to be played at pace. I do think you're going to have a lot of extra possessions from Carolina. Uh, if there becomes a little bit of a foul issue, Florida State's a good foul shooting team. I think, I think we'll see a, num- a good number of points. I'm just not sure who's going to win the game right now because both teams have been, uh, let's say, erratic at times recently. As far as the conference goes in the tournament moving forward, uh, Virginia, I think, by a lot of people projected to be about a three seed. Does this change anything for them? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, because it's, it's not like they played poorly. They did they obviously beat Cuse in a last-second shot by Reese Beekman, which, I mean, again, this year, how about the, how about the, how about the what, 15 hours from, from that shot going into 12 hours, from that shot going into to leaving the tournament is, is a lot. Wow, a, a huge swing of emotions but um i don't think it hurts them because it's not like they're playing the floor so it's, it's pretty much your body of work is what shows up where you should be on the on, on the seed line so i think their body of work shows a three or maybe a four seed depending upon how some things shake out at some of these other high major tournaments and and they'll kind of if they get to play that's how they'll go forward and play as, as whatever seed they are but hopefully they can uh, with ESPN's Dallin Cuff here on BetQL Daily via the uh, BetQL Audio Network, uh, let's talk about the Big 12 matchups. Got some good ones tonight here. Uh, Baylor, Oklahoma State. Of course, the Bears are the heavy favorite. That number is sitting at 8.5. And, and then Texas slight favorites uh, by 1.5 against Kansas. What are you expecting in these matchups? The Baylor game cons- uh, concerns me if you want to be on OK State. I was on OK State when they played – uh, a couple a week and a half ago or so, and uh, that game they they was a backdoor cover of of, of great proportion for me because it was it did not look good all game was not that competitive they were going back and forth it ended up being eleven the line I was at and most were at eleven and a half so um, if it, the line going down and the fact that I know Oklahoma State's playing well but Baylor really can make it difficult for guys like Cade Cunningham to get to their spots to get their shots they want defensively they're outstanding they're back they're getting they are back to where they were before the COVID break. Um, so I don't like laying the points there. I don't like taking them either. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of that game. I just kind of want to stay away from it um, because I do think Oklahoma State, like I said, is playing really well. I don't think they cover, but I'm not going to. There's so many games to choose from. If I don't feel good about it, I'm just not going to play it. Um, with Texas and Kansas, 
little bit of a different situation. KU is playing really well uh, defensively, especially but without David McCormick. We saw yesterday in the second half how they can still struggle. They can struggle to score. He has emerged in the last month where you can throw him the ball on the block and he can go get you a bucket. So leading score. Oshak Baji was outstanding yesterday, but I don't think you want to, you know, lay all your eggs in the basket of him having 20-plus again. He may, but I don't know if you want to be that, that confident in that. So if I'm playing that game, I like Texas. I think they can win the game outright. Uh, if you're going to give me a point, I would take that as well. So I think uh, I think Texas is, is, the, is the good play that, on that game. Dallin, what are your favorite plays of the day here that we have not discussed? Uh, let me give them to you. Okay, so I do like Arkansas minus five against Missouri. Um, they played last month. Uh, Jeremiah Tillman did not play in that game. They're big, the big for the Tigers. The Tigers have been really just up and down, and they they do still can can guard you. They, they've lost a little bit of that, um, but they do have these spurts where they really struggle to score. They almost lost yesterday to Georgia because they couldn't score the final six minutes of the game, um, and that's not an aberration for them. That kind of happens quite frequently. They they can struggle to score. Arkansas is the hottest team in the SEC. Arkansas is the hottest team in the nation. They've won eleven straight league games, guys. When Justin Smith is healthy, this team is dangerous. They've got really good guards. Led by Moses Moody, he'll be a lottery pick. As I mentioned, Smith, a very versatile big uh, Indiana transfer that's been outstanding this year when healthy. Uh, so I like Arkansas minus five. Oregon, Oregon State, I like the over at 136.5. I think the Ducks, they were great value to win the conference tournament. That was one of my picks to win the conference tournament. They were plus 250. They were the third favorite in the Pac-12, although the first seed. UCLA obviously lost to Oregon State, puts Oregon in a better path. Uh, they dominated when they played them uh, in the Civil War earlier this year, uh, early, early uh, a couple weeks ago, when everybody was healthy. That's what Oregon's different. When you look at their season, when they have all these injuries and these COVID problems, it really is around the first week of February on. You have to judge them. And they've basically won 12 to 13, the only losses to USC. Uh, they got a lot of great guards and score the ball. Truly positionless basketball. So like Oregon, uh, Oregon State, like the over there. Iowa minus four and a half against Wisconsin. Uh, we touched on FSU, UNC. And Nevada against SDSU. Um, San Diego State's a really good team. There's no doubt about it. Very good uh, defensively. Um, but Nevada it played a great game last year. They've got two great guards in Desmond Cambridge uh, and Grant Sherfield that can get you buckets. Last night they combined from the mid-50s. Uh, and I think they'll, they'll have a, less of a day, but I think they're going to make that a really tight game. I think that's a two-possession game or so. So you give me the eight points of the Wolfpack, who played them real tight. They, play, they played the Aztecs real tight both games this year. Uh, I think they can do that again and, and cover you in the eight points. I don't think, Dallin, that you mentioned it, but anything attractive about UConn Creighton today? Man, well, the big that, that one's a big outlier because Booknight got carried off the floor yesterday, guys. We only played 19 yep. minutes. James Booknight from UConn, who's their, uh, their stud, their lottery pick, who's had injury issues all year. When he's on the floor, UConn might be the best team in the Big East. The problem is he's got to be on the floor. So he had what Danny Hurley said afterwards was cramps, but literally couldn't ambulate to the locker room. They had to carry him. So, I mean, he's got to get hydrated, get his IV. And it, with him being a wild card, I don't really want to touch that game because I have no clue. When they played Creighton earlier this year when he was healthy, dude went for 40 or sort of 34 in, the first, in less than 40 minutes. Uh, and then he can get you buckets, but he's got to be on the court. So I, with that wild card, I don't want to touch that because he's he is the make-or-break guy for the Huskies. Michigan State and Syracuse both lose yesterday. Are they both in the tournament? Michigan State, 100%. Um, the yeah. way they closed. Their resume is not even close. I mean, think about this. They have five quad one wins, six quad one wins now, and three of them over one or two seeds, where Syracuse has one quad one win, and that quad one win is on the road at NC State, who's not in the field, uh, and they have six quad one losses. So those two resumes are night and day different. Syracuse is going to be sweating it out to the end. they got to hope there's no bid stealers. The Mountain West, the big conference to watch. Boise State losing was important for anybody that's concerned about the bubble. 
Um, they really want Utah State to fall as well. They want Nevada to lose to San Diego State. They want San Diego State to win in the Mountain West, to have the favorite win out there, and no potential you know, bid stealers and the teams that are on the bubble to play poorly. Uh, I think they've done enough given all the attrition around them, really. I mean, St. Louis has fallen off, and you can go through the bubble teams. I mean, Ole Miss is one team to watch out for. They are playing better in the SEC, and if they continue to do that, um, they, they can rack up another win. I think they play, they play LSU today. That would be a, that would be a quality quad one win. They could, they could be a team that could potentially bump Syracuse, um, but I think Hughes will end up on the right side of the bubble when it's all said and done. Oh, what about Drake? Are they in for sure? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No, not for sure. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the, their season, I feel terrible for those guys because the injuries that hit them is, is brutal, man. Um, and then they had such a good thing going up that they're still not a good team. But without Roman Penn and Jack Hemphill, he, he, you know, that, that makes that team is different. Um, and Penn's not coming back. Hemphill's a different story. Um, but we'll see. I mean, their, their resume, again, is not – when you compare it to other ones around them, it's not very good. Now, you can when, – when you look at their the season, because they couldn't have had those – they didn't have many – non-conference opportunities. Um, obviously the, the splitting with Loyola Chicago really helps. Uh, and I think the committee will look that they won, you know, winning games without those guys injured is really important. Um, so that their resume is when compared just, you know, apples to apples, it's a tough one, but it's not really apples to apples comparison. There are some caveats you have to make when you look at their resume. So I think they will get in, but they will be sweating without a doubt. And I do think that's interesting to see how the committee will assess this year. Injuries, teams coming off of COVID pauses, teams in COVID if they guys couldn't play if a guy steps on the floor I think they have to kind of say okay all things are equal he plays because if you go through and try to parse everything every team has all these different caveats that you could throw at it so I I really am interested to see how they handle some of these unique situations injuries are different because they've always been that way every year they look at your record differently when key guys are out um, and give you some leeway sometimes so that is something that's consistent but the COVID stuff overlaying it all I We'll have to wait and see how they react to all that. We won't know that till the brackets are out on Sunday night. That's Dallin Cuff working 24-7 for ESPN. And Dallin, uh, appreciate you squeezing us into your busy schedule. And congrats on the news yesterday. I saw that you'll be doing some daily wager specials for the radio side. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that should be fun. I'm looking forward to uh, – I know the Bear will be on, and we'll be we'll chopping it up every morning before the games. I think we start the 20th, so next Saturday. Uh, awesome. We'll be doing some weekend stuff, so if you want to – yeah. Not trying to go against the boys I'm talking to right now, but hey. <laughs> Thanks, man. Good stuff there from Dallin. Eli's next. More college hoops.